0: What's going on, everybody? Havoc and Greg when DeVore. We're going, I believe this is a duo tonight. Oh my Um, gosh. This is this is the first thing, first time ever this has ever happened. Uh, but welcome to the Not for Debate Podcast. Be sure to go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, and most definitely share. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major listening streaming platforms. Yes, sir. Havoc. What's good, man? Right. Right. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Shake is in the house. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Shake. Shake, what's what's it's going, going on, man? And, 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 oh, and, sorry, and you're uh, <laughs> echoing a little bit. Shake, <laughs> what's going on? And, and, and you're uh,
1: echoing a
0: little bit. Yeah, oh, really? Still How echoing. about now? How am I sounding? Yes. Yeah,
1: you're still yeah. echoing. All right, sounds
0: good now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can hear myself still. I get that. Oh, I can hear myself still.
1: Well, I'm sure we'll we'll get that figured out. What's up? What's good, fellas? In the comments,
0: how's it yes. going? Yes, Rev J Her. Appreciate you guys coming through to to the podcast this evening. Um, I was you know just- it's not
1: it's it's not really it's not really to start to a podcast unless there's technical
0: problems in the first five minutes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we we got to be flowing first. <laughs> we we definitely got to be flowing first. Oh man, but um, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just I was just gonna say I was telling you backstage. Look, I had to come swagged out today. I know you no. had some. I was I was telling you about the dolphin socks. Yeah, that I had with the slacks on and the and and the loafers. I was actually about to po- I'm gonna mm-hmm. post that on Twitter probably later on this evening because I still got to save. But um.
1: I yeah, know man, you, like you talking just talking about
0: socks. Look like you just walked straight out the express store. I you got looked apart, man. <laughs> I hate I hate to get racial here, but one of the things that I've noticed is when I go into any public place, whether it be a grocery store or it be a a restaurant, I'm always. You know, they always give you this look and they approach you differently by the if you dress a little bit more professionally, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think to a certain extent. You're already on guard when you're out in public. So like when you I think I think for a lot of people, you know, when you're out in public, you you tighten up a little bit. Right. Just because you don't want, you don't want something to happen, when really when nothing could happen. You know what I mean. But that being that being said, man, I I I, I appreciate you going to the express store before putting down that 1999, getting that shirt, right, <laughs> getting that shirt. Right. But yes, I did want to talk about socks for a sec because you brought up the dolphin socks. I think spending, <laughs> I think spending money on on socks is one of the most useless things ever. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> like, it's apt, like, think of, it's I don't, like, maybe it's just me. It's apt, May, like, maybe it's just me, but of, how many socks me. do you go through maybe during the course me, of a year? How, I can still hear, yeah, I can still hear, hear a bit of the reverb, but. Mm-hmm. How many socks do you really go through during the course of a year? I go through a lot. That's like, true. I go through, I go through a ton. So, there's really no point in me dropping anything above three dollars in a single sock because i'm gonna be upset six months later nothing's in the trash it's like damn man i, I, didn't, I didn't spend 15 in the dolphin sock now it's in the trash
0: that's me i i i 1000 agree with you now these dolphin socks they were a christmas gift to me so, uh, so that's a different story that's a different yeah story. yeah so so like I'm, I'm the same way with socks like look I'm on the real, real. Yeah. I ain't real big on shopping at the most expensive places. Like I'm good with Walmart target. Um, mm-hmm. what else is a, uh, I-, I won't go that low and shop at the, I don't know. Yeah. I go, I'll go to Marshall's. Mm. I'll go to Marshall's for sure. But, um, I, 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 I of course it's going to have to be firsthand clothing, but mm-hmm. when it comes to socks, like I'm cool, I'm cool with Walmart sweatpants. I'm cool with Walmart, but, um, as far yeah. as as far as going out and spending like $20, 20, 30 dollars on some socks. like can't do it. That's that that's insanity to me.
1: <laughs> can't <laughs> can't do it. Like even like, you know, what I'm saying we're 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 working class people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, ain't no point in us wearing fancy socks. Like who we impress? Ain't nobody see your socks. Right. Like who's 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 checking the socks? Mm hmm. Wait, we, we ain't this ain't the military, so yeah, yeah. Like if it's if it don't come in a pack of six, I'm not
0: I'm not interested. Shit, a pack of six. I'm talking about a pack of twenty. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be a pack of twenty if I'm picking that packet up. Look,
1: look, I'm 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 trying to go on Amazon, get my pack for the year, and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying?
0: See. Now, now, when it comes to goodwill, okay. I I I don't. As far as clothing is concerned, I'm I'm not really big on secondhand clothing unless it's a tie. If it's a tie, then yeah. Okay. But if it's something that's like touching my body, you know, I can't do it. The only thing I will take
1: secondhand is maybe like something like a family thing. You know what I mean? Like someone a yeah, yeah, yes. Aunt-
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes. Someone passes down, you know, some cufflinks to you. Someone passes down a tie, a belt, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. But otherwise, nah, man. I got, it's gotta got, have a tag on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I need, I need several tags on,
0: on it. <laughs> it's gotta have a tag. Like need, shoes. I need, what about shoes? Because I, I, I have gotten some secondhand shoes. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't done that, bro. I remember. What was it? Probably in in high school. I couldn't find no Nike boots to save my life. I like I was obsessed with Nike boots. Mm-hmm. And like I couldn't find on in my size, 10 and a half. And this dude was like, yo, I'm selling these Nike boots. Did you want them? I was like, hell yeah. A hundred dollars. He was selling them for hundred dollars. Like they was in mint condition, no creases, no nothing. Yeah. So I was like, Yeah, hell yeah, I want it. So if it's shoes, then yeah, I- I'll take some secondhand shoes depending on what the shoes actually look like on, on the back and the front. But like mm, I hear you outside of that, I, I, as far as touching something that secondhand, if it's not a family member uh, for sure, I'm not touching it. You know, back in high school, all the shoes I wear were so cheap. I didn't even need
1: secondhand. The, the first hand was, was inexpensive. I was walking around with, uh, oh my gosh, there is uh, a K Swiss, when I was in high school, the K Swiss was, was was real hot with uh in the handball circuit. People were wearing K Swiss, right? So I was rocking those, rocking the Pumas, right? Um, I've never been like an expensive shoe guy. Like I've never owned a pair of Jordans in my entire life. Like seriously, seriously, never never owned a pair of Jordans my entire life, and I don't think that's right. But it is what it is. So you say th- you don't think it's
0: right. They they, mm. they look mad comfortable though. Like no, uh, uh-uh. they just not- they're just for show. Like my experience with Jordans. I remember my first my first job fresh out of high school was a cashiering job, mm-hmm. and I had a pair of Jordans. Now mind you, I'm not really I'm not a big spend. I'm not a shoe head. Like I, yeah. the most I probably spend on a pair of shoes is probably a hundred dollars. That's my max. So I went out and buy some Jordans. Don't get me lying. What what kind of Jordans they are? Because like I said, I'm not really a shoe head, but me standing on that mat ringing for 8 hours straight with them Jordans <laughs> gave me some straight up callus on my feet. Yes. And and when I was able to get that first check, I literally went out and bought me a pair of more comfortable shoes. Like I love Don't believe love, the hype.
1: I love the fact that Jordans are are only comfortable to Michael Jordan <laughs> every and they're uncomfortable for every every other human being that's ever worn them. Mm-hmm. Uh but I will say at least in my experience, when I was, you know, growing up, there's only one shoe people got robbed for, and I just, I just made sure to not wear that one shoe. When <laughs> no one getting robbed for Philas, Reeboks, even not, but Jordans, I don't seen a, a handful of people walking home shoeless, which which goes back to my sock theory. So
0: I ain't walking home shoeless. I'm running with them shoes. They good. <laughs> they gonna be good for something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You better, you better, you better get some usage out of these Jordans. Right. You see.
0: So I get, I get Jeff for my Jordans without a fight.
1: No, I hear you, man. It's, it's, it's. You know, it's kind of like very similar to. Um, I never owned the Kobe's, but I've like I've I've walked around in the Kobe's before, and I was mm. like, I don't think this is gonna work for me.
0: <laughs> Kobe's. I don't think I ever had a pair of Kobe's. I was mm. more of a Nike. And it, oh, I only had one pair of Jordans. You know, and the rest were Nikes. It's interesting because we're talking about uncomfortable shoes. I wore
1: converses for like a solid 10 years. I don't, those, I don't mess
0: with converses.
1: Those are, those are that. I mean, that's, that's the base. That's just walking on, on cardboard, basically. Those ain't
0: even shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that, those I don't shoes, even like the way they look, to be honest with you. Like, I, lo- I love is, the look, but mm-hmm. uh, no.
1: I love I love look because the thing is like if I, I I swear a lot of these people out there they they think they, they think they about to run up on a pickup game on the way home from work and it's like it ain't happening, man. Just 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 segue to the lifestyle shoe. So for me, I was just like, hey, let me get these converses because it was like 40 bucks. And if they go back, just buy just buy another pair. That being said highly uncomfortable highly uncomfortable
0: yeah i have never been a fan I don't think I ever bought a pair
1: I rock with converse for a little too long probably
0: yeah that uh, that's that, that that apparently that was a thing back but in I will the day. tell you
1: this much though it in New York City it's a look it's a look and that might be it like like it's it's kind of like and you and yeah think about it like living in a Kind of a, uh, I wouldn't say off-scale, but a let's say a trendy neighborhood in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You see everyone with these super cheap Chuck Taylors on, and it's like, hey, I'm gonna get on the wave. So,
0: <laughs> so let me ask you this: Have you ever had a pair of Air Force Ones? Yes. Yeah. Those are like, so standard. We like, we talk about we talk about the low tops, the mids. I'm Loves. sorry if I don't if I don't use the proper the shoe terminology, stuff. but mm-hmm. the joint with the straps on it. No, mine didn't have straps on it. No, no I didn't. I, I didn't.
1: That was. I the didn't know. Sp- I didn't know. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I mean, the, there, there's like a million different variations of the Air Force One at this point. Like, if they
0: ain't got the strap, you ain't cool. That's how it worked. man. Maybe in your school. Hey, if you ain't got the strap, you ain't cool. You, <laughs> you have. Know, to have hey, you know
1: what? <laughs> every, every every school's got rules. You know what I mean? <laughs> every school has 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 rules of conduct like I remember I remember uh, there was a time where maybe like when I was in school everyone was wearing the super loose baggy fubu jerseys. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the, the fat albert jeans it, or the south pole jeans. The Jinko, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and with the Jinko jeans, maybe, and uh, <laughs> I, I remember, and then I remember, like you, you see people have like a whole closet stacked with FUBU jerseys, and then all of a sudden, one year, it was, it was out of style, couldn't wear them anymore, <laughs> couldn't
0: Man, wear them remember, anymore. Yeah, I, have you have you ever had a time? It was a time when you was in school where you 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 wore a style way past this date. Yep, and somebody yep. called you on it. And you know what the worst part is?
1: <laughs> you know the worst part is when you go to when you before you go to school, you look in the mirror like I'm doing something today, and then <laughs> and then you get to school and 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 you find out in first period you you are all wrong, and you got to walk around all day like that. Man, that's the worst. Oh, that's man. the worst. It's like, who would have thought these neon blue shoes with this green top uh, wouldn't work out today? Right. I thought I was cool. Damn. Yeah. Have
0: me me rethinking how how my whole thought process of what style is.
1: And then you're walking around school all day thinking everyone's staring at you. Because it's just like the
0: one day you chose to be the worst dressed person in the whole school. Yep. (laughs) Like there was a time like I was I was so blown. Like I like this is when, when like Nike flip-flops was a thing. Well mm-hmm. it probably is still a thing. They still are a thing. Yeah. So I think my foot slit, slipped out of the flip-flop, and I had ripped a big old hole in my in my sock. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people that's like, yo, I'm not comfortable showing my feet like that. Now I hear you. So we gonna take off both socks, so we gonna try to hide this big hole at the top of my, up the top of my foot where the big toe is. Like yeah. I was so self conscious about
1: that for the rest of the day. <laughs> I think you might, you might just, you might just find where the rip is and just white out your toe, <laughs> just it so was, anyone walking it, by don't notice.
0: <laughs> it was they were black socks, have They were black socks. Oh, bro, you could, you 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 could ride that out for the day. You could ride that, that out for the day. Uh, look at my skin i'm i'm french i'm french chocolate listen you mocha whatever you want to call it
1: all i'm saying is you only got to write it out for the rest of the day that's how long is school eight hours nine hours well okay so it depends what period it happens at it happened like,
0: on uh, getting off the bus oh, to man, go into the up. school
1: Whew. that's <laughs> tough you gotta you gotta make a move
0: at lunchtime I couldn't do nothing. I I thought about stealing somebody else's stocks out of their gym locker, but that would have just been foul. Well, you know,
1: like how, when you go into the locker room, there's always a pair of socks around and no one touches it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one touches them for a reason. I thought about it.
0: They was was just laying there on the, on the, on the bench. That's
1: called, that's called peer pressure, man. I was thinking about it. don't Don't fall into it. That's peer pressure.
0: I have plans to holler at a girl that day. Plans need to be changed. Hey, I would I would I would take that ill just to holler at that girl that day. I hear you though. But that, I hear you. That, that's that's as that's a matter what...
1: of fact, if if, <laughs> if 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 you're really smart about it, you can actually flip that into your favor. But uh you know, this isn't this ain't the game cast, so yeah, thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> I guess I guess we can save that. We can yeah. save that for the next pod. <laughs> I'm gonna be sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be sure to write this down because there's a way sure. to flip that, though. There's a way to flip it. I, I'm. I'll be. I'm extremely interested to hear that later okay. on. All uh, right. First topic of business, though. First topic of business. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz traded to the Indianapolis Ooh. Colts for a 2021 third round pick and a second round pick that can be a 2022 first round pick if Wentz plays 75 of the snaps this season. Or if the Indianapolis Colts make the playoffs and he plays 70% of his snaps. what do you think, man?
1: I think it's hilarious that, um, that Deandre Hopkins at the top of his, at the top of his game, basically got traded for the same amount that Carson Wentz got traded for at the bottom of his game. Like for the, from the Colts. Look, it's, it's, you could say it. It might be a you know, a, a brilliant stroke in terms of getting a good look. I understand he stunk; like he was terrible last season. He mm-hmm. he hasn't been particularly good for you know, a little bit, a little while now. But if you can, if you could get him to be serviceable or average or whatever, average, most teams would give up that for an average starting quarterback. So for me, I think it's a, it's a, it's a solid move for the Colts. It, look, it's, they didn't really give up so much that if it doesn't work out, you're set back for years, you right. know? Like, like, look at the Houston Texans. That Laramie Tunsil and the DeAndre Hopkins trade set that franchise back a solid half a decade. That's Easy. True. Easy. So they didn't give up a whole lot. And if it works out, you look like geniuses. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. Think about it. The Colts gave up one more pick than the Dolphins gave up for Josh Rosen for Carson Wentz, who actually had a good season in his career. So, hey, it 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 it, it, it can end up being a great move for the Colts.
0: So let let me let me. Let me ask your prediction for Carson Wentz in 2021. How, how, do you, how do you see him performing? Man,
1: you know, I will say this much. He will be reunited with the only offensive coordinator that had a good season with him. Mm-hmm. Uh. So with that being said, I mean, look, he still has the potential to be a very good NFL quarterback, like a starting level NFL quarterback. I, I think what. We all know is you, you can't Carson Wentz needs a particular system to be effective, right? You, you, you know you <clears throat> just can't you just can't do anything with him. You got to find out what works for him. You got to run that system. Kind of like with Lamar Jackson, you got to find a system that works for him. But you got to run that system. And I think Doug Peterson, man, he was got a little. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that Super Bowl win got to his head. Thinking that uh, all of a sudden he had all the magical plays that you know, you know, and when 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 coaches have a little bit of success and all of a sudden their playbook is is written in, in in gold and fairy dust. I think Doug Peterson had a little bit of that syndrome out here running plays that he knows aren't really best designed for Carson Wentz skill set. And I think Frank Reich will be able to figure that out because he he already figured it out once.
0: Now, now there is a report that said that peterson and 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 Carson Winston speak for a couple of months. so that that got me thinking for real. Well, there's no wonder there's there's a miscommunication as far as play calling and play execution, you now, know, as far as what led to that, if i'm if I'm just playing if I'm just predicting yeah. it's gotta got it's gotta have something to do with Jalen hurts, them drafting him in the second round.
1: you know it could be. But I think because Carson Wentz was just playing bad before the past season, right? Like no, he was,
0: he was, he was decent. He was like what twenty-seven and seven or something like that in two thousand nineteen. So he had some, he had some very comparable numbers. They won the division. So was he? Am I just totally off on on Carson Wentz's
1: uh Carson Wentz's numbers? Let I me mean, let me let me take a look real. Yeah. I was I was I was under the impression that he did not. Have a great 2019.
0: It was, but let's it, it was, it was, it was, it he was. He did a have great. a good 2019 actually. Yeah. Did 27 and seven, right? 27, yeah. 70, seven, 27, Yeah. Seven. yeah 27, seven seven So yeah, they won the division. They made the playoffs. Unfortunately, he ended up getting hurt in that, in that wild card game against the Seattle yeah. Seahawks. Really? I believe it was a concussion and we're, we fast forward to the draft. Jalen hurts gets drafted. Um, Personally, if I was Carson Wentz, I would feel a type of way about that. Mm -hmm. And God, I don't know. It didn't exactly give you particulars as far as how long Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz weren't speaking. But I feel like that could have been the reason why they weren't talking because, mind you, he just got a contract extension Mm -hmm. before the draft. And then you
1: draft a quarterback.
0: Right. So – that's a good point.
1: I, I I think to a certain extent, the worst thing that ever happened to Carson Wentz is Nick Foles winning that Super Bowl. It, it I don't I don't know what. Uh oh, that think team won the Super Bowl. Everything fell off immediately. It's almost like they were able to hold it together up until the Super Bowl, and once the Super Bowl was over, the whole thing fell apart. Like the whole foundation fell apart. So, could it be the, the 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 stress of, um, you know, having a team that was very successful and not really being, not really being that same team and getting those same results, mm-hmm. and then drafting Jalen Hurts, all of a sudden the perception is Carson Wentz is the problem, and then, and let's be honest, Doug Peterson. Highly questionable coaching in all season. I'm talking about play calling, substitutions, all that. Highly questionable all last season. So is he, you know, I I mean, I think it can be said, you know, was there an organizational commitment to Jalen Hurts that they weren't necessarily – look at they necessarily look at the team and say you know we're, we're we're contending for a super bowl this year actually we're not going to say publicly that we want to lose games but if we happen to lose a handful of games and we happen to have this new cheap quarterback we may be able to restart our franchise and get off some of these uh you know the jason peters contracts of the world right so it, it could have been an organizational commitment that said you know Not that we're going to sabotage him.
0: That's the that's the head scratching part. We're moving forward without Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's that's the head scratching part. If you think about it, like what was I wanted? I need to know what was the mindset behind drafting Jalen Hurts after you made the playoffs with Carson Wentz. I understand durability is an issue,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but. You can go out of free agency and sign a, a veteran quarterback for what five, five, seven million dollars a year, instead of you wasting a draft pick on a second-round pick quarterback that could potentially be a starter. They may have an evaluation on Jalen Hurts that you
1: know they may just have him higher than most other people would put him. I mean, I would say I don't, I don't, I don't think Jalen Hurts is best season. Is, is would be better than Carson Wentz best season like i don't think that's that's going to happen but look man this is why gms get fired every year <laughs> if that's and the case they need to make me a gm because that we, that's ridiculous to me because it, i mean you could also say the same for green bay you know they're basically you realistically green bay may realistically be two or three players from being a super bowl winning team and they went out with their highest draft pick, and they picked a quarterback when you already got a quarterback still playing at an MVP level. So, hey, man, I, I think it's, it's, for a lot of these GMs, it's, it's an economic move because the best time to build a team is during your quarterback's rookie contract. You ain't never going to have it. Uh, Kind of like similar to how the New England Patriots were. When Tom Brady was taking them pay cuts every year, he's basically handing them an extra $15 million. So I think a lot of franchises, they like, hey, if I can get a guy that plays comparable to Carson Wentz and I don't have to pay them 20-something million dollars a year, that's what I'm going to do. And I think that's what they decided they were going to do. And somehow, uh, you know, for whatever reason, man, the whole thing fell apart in Philadelphia. And if if the quarterback and the coach ain't getting along, man, ain't nothing working. Nothing, nothing, nothing's gonna work on that team.
0: All right, so let me let me ask you this: as far as what you saw from from Jalen Hurts in them in the four games, mm-hmm. would you you think the Eagles are safe with with Jalen Hurts at this point, or do you think they need to go out and draft and draft another quarterback, or possibly adding a quarterback in free agency?
1: Um if I were the Eagles, I would and I anticipate they will bring in a veteran in the offseason at the very least. So Jalen Hurst doesn't feel uh, doesn't feel entitled to the starting quarterback uh position. So they're gonna bring in someone who's not really competition, but just someone that's a respectable name that'll make him at the at the bare minimum. Bare minimum, give him someone to beat out for that starting quarterback job, I would say. Um, mm. Now, is Jalen Hurts the answer? I mean, in my opinion, Jalen Hurts resembles, to me, he resembles Russell, a Russell Wilson that can't throw very well. Mm. That's what he kind of reminds me of. Right. A Russell Wilson that can't throw as well. Now, Look, everywhere he goes, he wins. Like, everywhere he goes, people love him. And this is kind of, you know, one of those things where we don't know what it's, what these, you know, these, these guys' personalities like inside, inside that building. A lot of these guys, you may have a conversation with them. You may have, you know, certain interactions with them. And you'd be like thinking to yourself, I don't know if he's a guy. And I, I think to a certain extent. There, had, there, there was just some sort, of, some sort of sentiment within the Philadelphia that eh, Carson just ain't the guy. Carson <laughs> just ain't the guy, man. He's talented, but he just ain't the guy.
0: Before, hey. before, before we move on, though, I did want to bring up their top three leading receivers in 2020. Mm-hmm. Greg Ward, 53 catches, 419 yards, six touchdowns. Travis Fulgham, thirty-eight catches, five thirty-nine, four touchdowns, and Dallas Goddard, forty-six catches, five hundred twenty-four yards, and three touchdowns. So, yeah,
1: if you want Carson Wentz to look bad, hire those guys as your wife, as you as your top receivers.
0: Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot more to this than just Doug Peterson. Obviously, they had a lot of injuries on the offensive line. I believe it said. He got sacked over 50 times. That's mm-hmm. that's Ryan Tannehill, Miami Dolphins numbers. We're all mm-hmm. too familiar with that. But you,
1: I mean, I think it just goes to show uh, kind of the point you're talking about. And I think just in general, it's very difficult to fairly evaluate quarterbacks with below average receivers. Yes. Like it's very difficult to evaluate them. I, and and if you look at Carson Wentz numbers, if a guy can give you more touchdowns and interceptions, with you know, let's just say, you know, let's just call his receivers this year some dudes, mm-hmm. right? Like these some, are just some dudes. Are, <laughs> are, Goddard, he ain't just some dude. Dallas this Goddard is, is not a, is a tight end. This is this is a this is a this is a snub. Dallas uh, Goddard is a solid tight end, like. Those other, those Greg Ward, those are some dudes. Like, I would love to see the separation statistics of the of the of the Philadelphia Eagle wide receivers. I'm sure it's trash. So, <laughs> so I mean, I'll, I mean they 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 kept Nelson Aguilar around all all them years. He was dropping balls left and right every time I saw him. So, what? amen. It 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 very well could have been a. You know, the fix was in to a certain extent. But also, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles and you have an eye towards rebuilding, there's no better way to drive out an expensive quarterback
0: than to give him no one to throw to. No one to throw to. No offensive line protecting mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And you're not talking to your head coach. And you go ahead and draft another quarterback. Fixes in. Fixes in. On. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and be on, on Carson Wentz's side. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know what? This is, I'm a bright, I'm a, as the status of this goes mm-hmm. to be decided how I feel about Carson Wentz moving forward. I'm going to be watching. I think he's going to be fine with the Colts, though. I, I think he's going to be fine with the Colts. So let's, let's, let's look at the Colts now. So mm-hmm. they got off, they got the O line. Yeah, they definitely got the O line, especially if. Phillip Rivers is playing behind this O-line. and You know Phillip Rivers. Looking, he's looking a, good. <laughs> he's a statue of a quarterback. He is not as, as mobile I mean, as Carson Wentz.
1: I saw Phillip Rivers throwing his arm out the socket trying to get the ball 30 yards down the field.
0: Yes. So any quarterback could look good behind a, a fairly decent offensive line. Any yeah. quarterback could look bad with a terrible offensive line.
1: And the Colts are are top two maybe offensive line in the league. They got the best guard in the league. That's not even a question.
0: Oh, uh, with, with Quentin Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's Damn shame Andrew Luck is not here to. Well, it's unfortunate Quentin
1: Nelson didn't get there until Andrew Luck already had like 15 concussions.
0: Yeah, so, so that, that that that's unfortunate. But as as far as going back to Carson Wentz, as far as what they got in Indianapolis, you have a fairly. Um, a, f- a very good running game when you have Jonathan Taylor and, and, and Hines. Why I, why yeah. I just have Hines at the top of my head? And I, it's his first uh, name. him
1: and, um, Marlon Mack,
0: Marlon Mack. Yes. So yeah. they got, they got like a three headed monster as far as the rushing attack is concerned. Now, mm-hmm. one of the biggest issues that I did have, cause I know you alluded to as far as um Doug Peterson's play calling is I feel like they put a little bit too much on Carson Wentz's plate when he when he was in the starting lineup compared to Nick Foles and compared to other quarterbacks that have been in the lineup so they just keep that balance and mm. not put too much on Carson Wentz's plate I feel like he'll be fine in Indianapolis
1: look if you got an old line like that you got running backs like them you don't need Carson Wentz to be a superstar to win nope <laughs> All he's got to do, look, can if if you say, hey, Carson, all we need is twenty-five to thirty attempts a game. Carson once can do that for you, no problem. He can do that for you, and I, he can probably he can probably give you 30 to thirty-five attempts per game, right? Like no problem. Now I think, you know, even even these guys that were out here throwing the ball up fifty plus times a game, like you're, you know, you're Justin Herbert of the Worlds, does not that. Strategy does not equal winning. Like even when Mahomes is out here slinging the ball around, there is a level of balance to their offense because a lot of those completions are those little uh those little those little jet sweeps and all you know, all that you know, all these pass plays designed as uh all these run plays that are designed as as passing plays. Like that that's all the Chiefs do all day. So, you know, look man, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think Carson was gonna have a problem with the Colts.
0: Yeah. Looking, looking at the receivers that they have, <clears throat> based off of the 2020 season, T.Y. Hilton, mm-hmm. fifty-six catches, seven hundred and sixty-two yards, five touchdowns. Zach Pascal, forty-four catches, six hundred and twenty-nine yards, five touchdowns. Michael Pittman Jr., mm-hmm. forty catches, five hundred and three yards, and one touchdown. Now, solid. Not
1: spectacular that, but solid.
0: Yeah, not spectacular but solid. But I I would I do see them adding another playmaker in, in the draft or free agency because they, they got the money. They they yeah. most definitely got the money. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of money, let's go ahead and move on to the this second, second and final topic, mm-hmm. right? So the Carolina Panthers have been have been buzzing all week as far as clearing up cat space mm-hmm. as of today. The Carolina Panthers have cleared up over $19 million in cap space by releasing Kawan Short, the defensive tackle, Stefan mm-hmm. Wheatley, the defensive end, strong safety, excuse me, safety, Trey Boston, and punter Michael Pilardi. Pal- so the report said that they're trying to make a, a strong push at, uh, at your boy, Deshaun Watson. Now, we all know, we had Spitz on Spitz three eighty nine on. By the way, shout out to Spitz three eighty nine. Yeah, shout out to him. Houston Texans YouTuber. Be sure to go check his channel out for sure. Uh, we had him on. He gave us a um, a a breakdown of what the asking price is going to be for Deshaun Watson if the Dolphins they were want going the to, kitchen sink basically. So if we were just, if we were just here just playing around with the Carolina Panthers, the only player of value. Right now for the Panthers off the top of my head. Well, two players, uh, two players up or well, three players actually. They uh, three players, yeah, three players on top of my head right now. I have value enough to be even comparable with the asking price of the of the Houston <laughs> Texans, but it all just comes back to the Miami Dolphins that are the, the, the front runners, regardless of what anybody says. But um Dolphins obviously. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, obviously, Christian McCaffrey's at the top of the list, and then I will probably throw Stephen, Shaq um, Thompson, in there, the linebacker, and maybe a Brian Burns. Like, those are the only three players on the top of my head that could possibly be comparable enough in a trade for the the Houston Texans not to hang up the phone for. But first we, we, of all. First of all, if you're the Panthers, you're looking for a franchise quarterback. Carson Wentz just went for two for two picks. That's the crazy part. Like that was <laughs> like everybody that had quarterback concerns should have been in the running for Carson Wentz. I am just shocked that nobody else threw anything, brought anything to the table as far yeah. as Carson Wentz is concerned. I thought the Dolphins just- were. I think they
1: were just afraid of the number on on his contract, you know.
0: Oh, the uh, the uh, hundred and seven hundred and seven point nine million guaranteed money.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and and also, I mean, look, man, Teddy Bridgewater just can't find a home. He is he is turning. He is like when Tyrod Taylor ha- decides to retire, Teddy Bridgewater is the is the new Tyrod Taylor. I he agree. Is, he is Mr. Renner starting quarterback. Right. Like no one really wants to, he's no like, a, really,
0: he's like a side chick. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like you, 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 you have all the qualifications, but damn it. You're just not what I want. Yeah. Basically, yes. <laughs> you, you, you just don't have the full package.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, man. Dude just can't find a home and you know, it, Teddy Brudgewater, I think he can either continue to he can either play for half the teams in the league trying to be a starting quarterback or he could be the highest not if if not one of the highest the highest paid backup quarterback in the league for the rest of his career and just and just you know just and just and just ride that out because we all know Teddy could play now right. are you trying to give Teddy a five year contract? I'm
0: not. Well, personally, I haven't seen enough from Teddy. For He's me been too. in the league eight years. He so has, he-, <laughs> he has. But to Teddy's credit, though, he missed two with he an did. injury, and he then did. he ended up going to New Orleans mm-hmm. and played well. Played played well in his oppo- in the limited opportunities that he got. But mm-hmm. with that being said, though, again, I haven't seen enough from Teddy for me to voice my opinion. As far as Teddy Bridgewater, he can be like Josh Rosen, just not get an opportunity to compete. But uh, <laughs> I, I got, I, I'm still, I'm still on the fence about that. Before I, I voice my opinion about Teddy yeah. Bridgewater, but, I mean Teddy, Teddy, Ted, Teddy got about four years in Minnesota, but uh, they, the, but they had the Minnesota had their issues. They had, they had their yeah, issues before they did. before um, Mike Zimmer got there. They most definitely had their issues.
1: They did. They did. And I, I I just think we know we know what the ceiling is on, on Teddy Bridgewater. Like he is he's like what I he's like he's he's what I like to call a mirror quarterback. He mm-hmm. is whatever your offense is, like whatever, like if your offense is a seventy five, Teddy Bridgewater will make sure your offense is a seventy five. Your your offense won't be an eighty, it won't be an eighty five. If your offense is an eighty, he'll make
0: sure it's an eighty. Oh, you just basically just go ahead and put that average title on him right now. But if you got a bunch of dudes, it ain't going to be pretty.
1: And, you know, my thing is, what's the point? Well, I understand the point of trying to get a top five talent quarterback. Like, especially you talk about you got a new owner, you got a new head coach, got a new offense coordinator. Everybody wants to start this, you know, start with a clean slate, basically, and, and
0: kick off the season on the, on the right foot, basically. Right, yeah.
1: and you know, listen, Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, you can do something with that. You can you can definitely do something with that. Now, how far back do you have to set your your, your franchise to get him? I don't think
0: but, they got enough. That's my yeah, that's my whole issue. You don't the the Carolina Panthers of all the teams. If I was to sit back and think about it. They don't mm-hmm. have enough. Like, they're still in rebuild mode. You just got over a franchise quarterback two years ago Yeah, with with, with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. So you got your franchise running back, which we don't know what he's got left in the tank, which I feel like that's going to hurt his trade value considering the fact he missed the majority of the 2020 season. And then, like I said, outside of him is just Shaq Thompson. I don't have his numbers in front of me. Um, Brian Burns. He's a, he's a player. Yeah, he's a player. He's a young, talented player with, with a high upside. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, for real, all the Panthers can give up is draft picks. Now, you're going to be in the doghouse for about, what, three or four years because you're talking about the, the the Houston Texans. They're asking for, what, at least three first-round draft picks? They're asking for, for your whole future, basically. But, yeah, so as as far as the Panthers are concerned, y'all can free up all the cap you want. Me, personally, y'all ain't got enough.
1: Yeah, and it and I and I think it's one of those situations. Even if, even if they get Deshaun Watson, and I think I think you could very well look at Deshaun Watson going to the Panthers as a as a lateral move. <laughs> that like I don't I don't I don't see that as outside of Christian McCaffrey. I don't I don't see that as a huge upgrade over the Houston situation. Now it's it may not. be upgrade, it may be an upgrade in terms of like the Houston organization is incompetent. Uh but outside of like in terms of town on the field is basically a lateral move. Like you ain't you go from you one
0: may, bad team to another bad team.
1: Yeah. And, and that bad, that new bad team you're on is not going to be able to give you resources because they gave up all the resources to get you.
0: Basically. That's, so, that's what it is. So, so we come man. back, we come back. Cause we got about what? 10, 10 minutes left in the show. Yeah. We coming back to the Miami dolphins now. Yeah, sure. Now, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If the because the the Houston Texans, they, they swear up and down that they're not planning on trading Deshaun Watson, they're lying. right? They're lying. They have, right. They,
1: have, they have they have field offers.
0: Yes. Okay. So, with that being said, if they can't get a an offer that they're satisfied with. Mm-hmm. Who do you think gives them the best offer? Mm.
1: I mean, to me, this goes back to. Well, and it has
0: to be and it has to be. Comparable for Deshaun Watson, too, because he has the no trade clause, because if yeah. you give up all this talent to to the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson's is not going to go there. So I, you gotta take that into consideration, too, when you make your decision as far as. What team? I think
1: in terms of Deshaun Watson, you're going to have to move a quarterback to make that trade happen. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, I think the 49ers are probably the best suited because they can give – look, they can swap you Jimmy Garoppolo for for Deshaun Watson. That basically – you know, evens out the salaries, Uh,
0: evens out the salaries, but it damn sure don't even out the
1: talent. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm saying that that's like the starting point of the trade is at the bare minimum. We can give you a a comparable, a not comparable, a starting quarterback to to at the bare minimum be a placeholder until you figure out what you want to do with that position. Now, after that, it's really a matter of how many draft picks are the forty. like how close to the 49ers think they are. If they think they are as close as close can be and they don't mind giving up high level draft picks for the next three drafts, then that's that I would say that's that's the move to make.
0: So, outside of Jimmy Garoppolo, do you think the 49ers can give up another a couple more players? The problem with that. The
1: problem with that is the Sean Watson's supposed to be the cherry on top, right? Gotcha. If they if they're out here giving out high level talent to get him, then I mean, what are they a a, a, a marginal playoff team?
0: Barely, because they're they're talking about you know taking away a couple of key players too as well. Because you think they, they got they have some issues as far as left tackle with Trent Williams. They have Richard Sherman, he's not coming back. So they definitely they definitely have some issues. And if they decide to move forward with this trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, excuse the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Houston Texans, like you just can give up Nick Bosa, like Shake just said in the chat, which I don't (sighs) think that's gonna happen. I feel like that's 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 dumb that you can't do that. So again. It comes back to the Dolphins now. No, it doesn't here. Here it does because now <laughs> we got we got we got this issue with Xavier Howard now, where he he still wants to be paid as the Ooh. highest paid corner. So you can you can knock out two birds with one stone. You could trade him and get the shot. You can add him to that to that to that uh, to that trade okay. package with Deshaun Watson. Well. I would
1: say and not be one, upset about it i would say number one i i think it should have been probably one of the most predictable things in the 2020 season that Xavier howard would have balled out considering if he was healthy let's let's but sure, that which, asterisk there if he was, he was healthy
0: that's predictable yes
1: which which he was um but also like he's he didn't have to cover the top dog. Although at times he did, mm. he did. He was not obligated to cover the top dog on every single snap. Agreed. So yeah, I mean, look, in my opinion, Byron X, if not the top, top two quarterback duo in the league. Um. That being said, I think as long as you have Byron Jones on the roster, X is gonna continue to ball out. And X is, continues to ball out, he's gonna continue to want to raise every single season, no matter how long the contract extension you give him
0: is. Right. So I But you're your two highest paid players mm-hmm. on the Dolphins mm-hmm. or your defensive backs, your corner. And we're in the passing we're in the passing league now. We are so, I'm not I'm
1: not opposed to I'm not opposed to that, to be honest with you. I am. I'm not opposed to to the, the highest paid players in our defense being defensive backs. Like I'm I'm I don't see the Patriots win too much too many times with their best players their highest paid players in the secondary. I don't see the Patriots do it too many times for it to not be a successful formula. Understandable. Uh, with that being with that being said, uh, I mean you can't you know you just can't afford to to give X a raise every year. Can't
0: but think about it. Darius Slay currently, right now, is the paid as the best corner in the league, and he had one of the worst. He's not cold, you mean
1: like in terms of of being paid?
0: Yes, yes, okay, gotcha. But as far as performance is concerned, I was like, I got he didn't play like the best corner in the league. So, (laughs) so like, we we discussed this before. I can name you five guys right now. I'm taking over him. Mm -hmm. We discussed this before about Byron, and we discussed this about uh, as far as. Who's the better corner on the Dolphins, Byron or Xavier? Mm -hmm. And Xavier clearly was the most better, the more productive defensive back. And you look at Xavier, I mean, not Xavier, Darius Slay again, wasn't productive for the Eagles. So I understand where X is coming from, but... I think you can add him into that trade package. Now to go back to I'm looking at Jake's comment right now, as far as they don't, the, the Houston Texans don't have two sticks to rub together to to pay Xavier Howard. They just got rid of J.J. Watt. They saved about 17 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. They get rid of the running back that they just traded from the from the uh, Arizona Cardinals.
1: And Darren, Deshaun Watson would be part of that deal going out the door too.
0: Yes, David Johnson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, David Johnson. Yeah. You save about three or four million with David Johnson. You can cut Brandon, Brandon Cooks for another for another 12, 13 million. Uh cut uh Whitney Marcellus. You can save another eight million. So you can you like the cap can be manipulated. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't think don't, paying X is gonna be
1: a problem for Houston. I mean, they they're won't. they're gonna go into full rebuild mode. Yeah. Now they won't. From just like a logical standpoint, there's really not. I mean, you're not going to weigh anything. Houston's not going to win anything the next five years. No. So, Xavier Howard, if Xavier Howard is just trying to get paid as much as possible and not and plan a team that's not particularly good. He can do that with Houston. Now, if he wants to contribute and like be part of a because he has to understand he's got it good. Like, Xavier Howard has it great right now as far as his position with the Miami Dolphins because he is a a top-five talent-wise quarterback in the league that doesn't have to cover number ones.
0: Not so, all the time.
1: Yeah, not all the time. So, that being said, um, in my opinion, the Houston Texans... They're not I don't think they're gonna budge off their asking price i it's they've they've i i just think as an organization they've made so many bad deals lately they can't get screwed over on this one. you can't get screwed on on trading your franchise quarterback like you can't go back to your fan base talking about we got a one and a three and a cornerback <laughs> like <laughs> it, like the, the, they will burn down the stadium so. That being said, I I just I just don't see if I'm looking at the Dolphins long term organizational strategy, I just don't see them giving up that much, that many assets for Deshaun Watson. I I just don't see them doing it.
0: I agree. One thousand
1: percent. As much as as much as and, and, and kind of, you know, going back to the point we were talking about with the Philadelphia Eagles. When we were saying that, um, you know, Carson Wentz was out here throwing to some dudes and you, 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 you know, you called out the wide receivers who I've already forgotten. Um, <laughs> hey, man, it, it, it it's, it's one of these things where I'm looking at it from this perspective. Right. If 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 you can and kind of like Earl over top of a Teddy Bridgewater, if you can get put the pieces around Teddy Bridgewater, he'll make the pieces do what it do. But mm-hmm. he can't. He's not. He's not a, a force multiplier. He's not going to make guys so much better than they are than, than their skill set is. And I think we're in a situation now, particularly with uh, with Tua, where there are a number of. I mean, there's no reason to give excuses. The season's over. It didn't go. You know, his 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 tenure, his rookie season, did not go as well as many people would want. But to be quite frankly, it didn't go as terribly as people want to put on his as mm-hmm. people want to put on him either. So he's given you he's given you enough where if I mean I it, it I would be very hard pressed to see a situation where you have solid wide receivers, a solid O-line, a solid running back, and two is not doing his job. Like I, I just I just don't see that scenario happening. <laughs> so for me I'm just like yeah, that would be a
0: first in Miami yeah. for quite some time if that ended up being the case
1: oh yeah well yeah you have all the pieces around oh, yes yeah. well you have all the well, pieces around that would be a sight to see that's 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 more of an argument to, to keep the capital the gas capital <laughs> that 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 you've acquired and and you know you actually go out here and you get some pieces some and by the way some some low-cost pieces
0: that you're gonna have under Ricky Contract. I, I just told you what, what did I tell you For the last cast? What did I tell you the last cast? We don't want dollar store. I want the real deal. Well, but no, but dollars. ain't nothing dollar store about the draft. Oh, uh, oh every- I thought you I thought you was talking about undrafted free agents, low budget. No, I'm talking about your first, second, third round pick. Oh, okay, I mean, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought we was going this undrafted now, free agent now. route again. I was gonna you say will we not learn
1: anything? You can't lean on undrafted free agents you, like, <laughs> if, if an undrafted free agent ends up being good that's that that's like that's like going that's like go that's like ordering a five piece and getting an extra nugget basically you you, you can't you can't bank on that you know right so but the dolphins do have capital to add some pieces to that offense For they can sure. do it they can For do it. Sure.
0: Any uh any final thoughts before we end up closing this thing out, man? As always,
1: I mean it's a pleasure. Pleasure to be on here talk about football, talk about socks. <laughs> all of the important don't
0: all forget, the important don't, don't, don't items forget, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna have this this conversation of how I was how I'm supposed to pull off picking up a girl with a hole in my sock. let's 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 listen to the
1: psychology major. All right. I won't lead you down the wrong road, but hey. it's all, all I got to say is if you address what you feel are your vulnerabilities, they cannot be used against you. So you could very well say, yeah, I'm talking with you and I got a, and I got a hole in my sock. You'd be surprised how, how far confidence can take you.
0: I like the way you just... That's the perfect way to end this pod this evening, <laughs> and that's not even just about the sock. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that's about it. That's anybody. But again, man, another great show. We had a consistent. Yeah, we had a consistent five people in in the chat. Appreciate that's those people comes. in the chat. Um, my I deepest apologies it. if I was unable to. Add your comments inside the pod. I try to do that as as best as best of my ability, but you can go ahead and catch us this Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, as usual. Uh, don't don't be afraid to go ahead and hit that like button and subscribe button. Most definitely share. Again, you can listen to us on streaming platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and all other uh, big streaming platforms. This is not for debate. We about it here, man.
1: Peace.